0: you
1: ready to rock boys and girls behold it's the single greatest
2: thing on earth are you listening
1: to me it's the greg Pogue and john burton show brought to you by the omni nashville hotel
3: Tuesday morning to you. How you doing? It was a good start, good day for you. Patton Cook, John Burton, Greg Polk, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Just like I said last night, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the Dolphins. <laughs> Never a doubt. The Dolphins were up twenty-seven to thirteen. Mm-hmm. I almost texted Patton to so go get that because that was exactly the score I picked yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Titans had to screw it up and yeah. and, and, and do something that. Ah. <sighs> uh, Good Lord.
4: I know, right? Mm -mm -mm. You know, it's funny. I I wanted to save this. Uh, I had a, you know, we did our uh, special uh, new show, 5 at 6.30 pregame deal last night. that well done, by the way, by the way. way. And if I didn't didn't mean it, I wouldn't say it. I know, I know. I appreciate (laughs) that. It means a lot. It does. And uh, no, I'm serious. And, uh, you know, yeah, Hutton was great. Steve was great down in Miami. And uh, so, you know, we all predicted that the Dolphins, you know, we had to do predictions at the end of the show. And we all, all three of us predicted that the Dolphins would win. And so, you know, the Titans do what they do last night. They scored, you know, they scored uh, down, th- what, 14 in the, in the uh, with three minutes to go. They come yeah, back and win three. it. Yeah, under three. Yeah, under three minutes to play, blah, blah, blah. So, Some lady DM'd me on Facebook and said, you owe the Titans an apology <laughs> for saying they weren't going to win on your newscast before the game. Go Titans. And I'm like, I... <laughs> You know, it's funny because it's like they do that's the only thing she remembers from that show. Like we had a one-on-one with Will Levis. Uh Steve did a great interview with Mike Keith, which I thought, you know, outstanding job. Mike was great. You know, Will Levis was really good when I spoke to him and, you know, we're doing all this stuff, you know, talking about the Titans and not giving up and they're going to fight and they're going to do this. That's all they remember is that I, one of three people predicted they were going to lose and they won. So now I got to so now I'm supposed to apologize to him anyway. You know me, I make it about me anyway. But no, listen message sent last night that, you know, under Mike Vrabel, this team's always going to fight. They're, ne- you know, they don't care what the record is. They don't care what the other team's record is. Who's playing? They're going to fight. They're going to claw and they're going to battle. And how about your rookie quarterback last night? Showed me something.
5: Patton, good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, echo everything you've said. I-, I thought after the muff punt, I went ahead and uh, mm. packed it in almost. But, to me, I, I was I was content no matter what happened. I, I was just happy that they hung around. The defense didn't get exposed. I think that a lot of that was uh, Sean Murphy buntings, probably a mm-hmm. legal tackle on mm-hmm. Kill. Um Big Titans. Well, that
4: offense was a lot different it was. without without uh, Hill in there on a regular basis.
5: And, and it, was, it was odd because they threw him back in there on occasions. Mm-hmm. I think uh, McDaniel was trying to do as much as he can to not have to throw him back in there. But... Uh, but, yeah, big win for the Titans. Will Levis looked great. The, the adversity they showed.
4: How about the emotion that they showed on the yeah. sidelines? This really meant something to them.
5: Sure did. And I, But I, I just liked from the start to the beginning, they fought all the way through, and mm-hmm. uh, you get a win. And uh, if anything, it, it improves morale around that group. You just looked at Mike Vrabel after it. I, yeah. I mean, the players showed emotion, but Vrabel was fired up as anyone after he re- it, He really was.
4: He really was. It meant something to him personally, and obviously it meant... A lot to the team. You're right about the defense, Patton. You know, no Jeffrey Simmons, and man, they just stayed after it all night. And I think that was their game plan, man. You know, let's hammer these outside receivers. If they catch the ball in front of us, let's make them pay. Let's get physical with them. When you're playing a a speedy finesse type team, you know, you want to get physical with them. You want to, you know, let them if they catch the ball, make them, you know, like I said, punish them, hit them. They were very physical. They knocked, you know, waddle, you know, they 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 banged up Waddle on that one play. I think it was Hooker that. That hit him, and you talked about the uh, the Sean Murphy bunting tackle on uh, on Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it was kind of one of those hip drop deals where he twisted his ankle. Um, and, you know, the Dolphins, they're used to just running around doing whatever they want to do, especially at home, and that wasn't the case last night. And, and Mike McDaniel, he kind of admitted he was a little rattled. Like, he told Laura Rutledge at halftime, you know, she reported that, you know, he told her, I'm bad with pronouns, I have to think before I say that, he told her, you know, I'm trying to be creative here. You know, that's what I get paid to do. But it, it really altered the way he could play call and run his offense once Tyreek Hill went down.
3: Yeah, and, and you look at, though, even with that, the their offense, what, scored one touchdown, right? I mean, if you look at it, I mean, in any kind of sustained drive, right? Mm-hmm. Short fields and obviously the pick six. and, and But the um, thing with Levis, I think, there's a lot of promise, but he still you still see the growth. Right? Yep. There's some throws, but man, I tell you what. That was a 45-yarder to Hopkins late that he just flung out there on a rope and really didn't step into the throw. Mm-hmm. Just flung it on a dime. <clears throat> Guys got some moxie, you know. I'd rather dial him back, yeah. than dial yeah. him up. Yep, right. And you know, he's, he's, he's still a little reckless when he takes
4: off and runs. He's trying, he trying <laughs> takes off and runs. He but tries he's... to run people over. I mean that that lineman that yeah. on that pick six, dude. Just you know, concede the touchdown. You don't need to be stick your shoulder in there trying to tackle a guy who's already halfway in the end zone. But you're right. A lot of room for growth. But man, I'm telling you, uh, the each day that passes, the more I am a believer in Will Levis. I Titans fans, I think you found your guy. I really, really do. So good for them. You know what I mean? You know, good Mm -hmm. for them. You know, big emotional win. Like you said, that improves morale. Now you, you know, now you got the Texans coming in. They're a little banged up. We don't know if Stroud's going to play. He got concussed.
3: Oh, they're winning out, baby. (laughs) Tighten up.
4: Nine and eight incoming. Nine and eight. Here we go. Yeah, they're going to run the table and they're going to make the playoffs. So there you go. You heard it here first, folks. So, you know, it's something to build on. And, you know, like I said, I, uh, you know, shout out to Mike Vrabel for having his team prepared and believing that they could win. So good on him.
5: Well, and that's something Jeff said, uh, I believe, yesterday came on the show and he said, Mike M- Mike had an extra day. And mm-hmm. we we know the stats of Vrabel coming off a of bye week. I mean, that extra day, I mean, they were, they looked a better coach football team they than did. yesterday. They did. And we haven't had, they, to me, this game was the first time this season that we've been able to look and say Mike Vrabel outcoached X Absolutely. on the other sideline. He coached
4: circles around McDaniel last yep. night. Now, like I said, it helped once Tyreek Hill was limited. But you're right. I mean, that was a well-coached yep. game. Yeah, you're right. Vrabel outcoached McDaniel. McDaniel, McDaniel got a little shook. You could tell he's like, "Oh man, I've, I didn't, I didn't expect to be in this kind of game. What do I do now?" <laughs> you know. And like I said, just you know, you're down fourteen. You're down two touchdowns with three minutes to go on the road. Against a team that is clearly yep. better than you, you know, most teams would have packed it in and said, all right, you know, let's just get on a plane and go home. And so, you know, shout out to Vrabel. Shout out to, shout out to that whole team, man. Those players played their butts off last night, and they deserved a win. Well, so good and, on them.
5: In those last two touchdowns, you had it to cut it to seven and, mm-hmm. well, cut it to six, actually, right. with the two-point conversion. I mean, combined, I mean, that might have took three and a half, four minutes off the clock. I mean, he, you haven't seen that all year from the Titans, too. Back to back drives where it takes very little time, and mm-hmm. I uh, it was led mainly um, by DeAndre Hopkins. So credit to him again.
4: Boy, he balled out last night. You're right,
3: seven for a buck twenty four. I believe. Yeah, yeah, and just just continue. he can find open spaces and he can catch, and he's great footwork. He's got a, I don't know. He's he's a feisty SOB, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. He, he, you can tell he wants to smoke when he's out there. Well, in between those two drives, you got to remember this. Mm-hmm. The defense, yep. a three and out. Yep. They, they stack a couple first downs there, game over. Mm-hmm. Right?
5: Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um,
3: you just had a feeling once, once the Titans got the ball back,
4: I'm like, all right, there's, we're about to see something here.
5: And he talked to, uh, Cameron Wolf on, uh, NFL Network after mm-hmm. the game and dropped an MFR, uh, of course, DeAndre Hopkins did. Uh, <laughs> in the, and then in post game, he was, uh, Uh, Letting it fly with Jimmy too, so uh, he he was fired up last night. So another way we can't run any Hopkins sound. Is that what? What What,
4: what was what was the MF in reference to Uh, the guy that was guarding him, Xavier Howard? Yeah, yeah. they were going at it all night. Xavier Howard's a very very good corner, like a quality one of the better cornerbacks in the league. You're right, they were going at it all night. So.
3: Yeah, and I think the first uh, the he now has Levis has the rookie record for passing yards on a, in a Monday Night Football game. How about know, that? Did you see that one? I, I did not I, see that. That one that. got by me. Yeah, I heard that this morning. Yeah. Uh yeah. So What do you uh, throw 324 or something like that? Um yeah, 327. Yeah. So yeah, so and also the so I I was reading the superlatives, the biggest comeback under 3 minutes. In NFL history, that was in a game that was not won in overtime. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Yep. Did that get that one
5: right? That and uh, NFL teams uh, down fourteen with a, uh, three minutes ago. That's what I were just Oh, and seven hundred and yeah, was never, <laughs> it never 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 happened. Well, yeah. the last time it happened, I believe was uh, I think twenty sixteen was. The last but it, but yeah. that was an overtime. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But this is
3: the one where you win in yeah. regulation for the first time ever. Yeah. 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 A little. So, so I'm, yeah, a, I'm sitting there though at twenty seven thirteen. Man, I can't wait to go in, boys. Yeah, <laughs> I know I, 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 <laughs> I picked it exactly twenty seven thirteen. Yeah. And then, then they go, uh and, and, and and boom. You, and you know what, guys, real big picture. This
4: we're a region right now that's hurting right now with what happened over the weekend with the tornadoes and the loss of life. This was a nice diversion, right? For almost four hours. Uh for the for for all of us here, you know, because we're all in this together as a community and as a region. So, you know, good on them to show that kind of resiliency because when something happens like what we had over the weekend, you gotta be resilient. You gotta pick up the pieces and move on. And, you know, this has not been a great season for the Titans, but this kind of symbolized what we went through over the weekend. You know, you, you keep you keep fighting, you keep chopping wood, you know, you get up, you, you get knocked down, you get up and uh you keep going. So like I said Hats off to Vrabel, hats off to that coaching staff, and hats off to those players for fighting their ass off and, and winning a game that, you know, none of us thought they would win.
3: I heard the final call by uh, Mike Keith of, 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 of the of the victory, you know, where they get it done again, yeah. that thing. And they yeah. get it done for Frankie uh, again, which yeah. I thought was really cool uh, for, for yep. Mike, to, of course, his former um, uh, broadcast partner for many, many years. Yeah. Jim Wyatt's gonna be on with us at 10.05 this morning he got back I talked to him mm-hmm. on the way in this morning he got back uh at 3.30 this morning okay and but he's already awake at 8.30 so, so rest for for the uh, weary mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah got a noon presser today uh Vrabel's at noon mm-hmm.
5: um that he, game affected yeah. my bedtime last night guys. I was gonna uh, say I'll did you did you did you did you go the distance stayed up for every minute of it yeah well, you should you're young yeah, yeah you're young you're you fine. know what i was, you sleep when we're you're really, old exactly and we're, it's the only uh prime time game the titans got left so i figured well why not right it's greg, noon uh noon the rest of the way
4: that's right greg tell him, you know when we were his age man I, four four hours four and a half hours i'm good to
3: go well i'm four or five hours now and i'm not good to go
4: you know so I, that's the difference yeah <laughs> if i get if i get a minute less than six hours forget it i am well you guys know i'm useless
3: <laughs> sort of grumpy grumpier. grumpier 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 uh so the uh the Tommy DeVito era for your giants yeah has begun he's going to take you to the promised land that's, that's right that's that's like it what a, a, a one of those uh, the promised land for him what is that a pizza place in brooklyn hey what, hey, what, hey, what, hey, what? hey you you
5: disrespecting me over here <laughs> one chicken cutlet at a time we're gonna hey we're gonna go what's the deal we're gonna, with
4: the cutlets
3: what's the...
5: his mom
4: makes him chicken cutlets
3: okay, okay. he
5: lives he, you
4: know tommy devito still lives at home with his parents his mom makes his bed every morning and she cooks uh, chicken cutlets, although he said, I heard on the broadcast last night that, uh, you know, she hasn't had to cook because all the people from the neighborhood, they're bringing over food. Hey, this is for Tommy.
6: <laughs> Did he hey. die?
4: No, just, you know, they, you know, hey, you know, we're happy for him. He's one of us. You know, we brought over some food, you know, Manj, eat. So, yeah, that was... <laughs>
5: his dad was on TV more oh, than Tommy yeah. and was. How about his
4: agent? Yep. Yeah. Look at... Well, I can't say on air what he looked like, but, you know... But what did it, he look like? I mean, he looked, you know... Spell he looked, it. He looked, he, he looked like a, a, you know, a guy. Yeah, the one with the black,
3: the black, yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. looks yeah. like, he looks like, or whatever that was his Michael name is. Imperioli, right, is that his <laughs> name, um, the, on um, the, from, uh, um, from the Sopranos? Yeah, yeah, Michael Imperioli, I mean, Imperioli. yeah, you know,
1: That's he, looked,
4: what he, he, looked like. he looked, he looked like a guy, you know what I mean, he looked like, he looked like a, you know, he looked like a wise guy, he looked like a good fella, you know what I'm <laughs> he saying? He did, he did,
3: <laughs> you can say that.
4: Tommy DeVito's a good fella, no, that was cool, uh, I felt horrible for Saquon Barkley when they were trying to run out the clock and he... He tripped and fumbled, and uh, but uh, you know the Green Bay goes down and scores. Giants keep him out of the end zone on the two point try, and so I knew okay we're gonna have a you know we're gonna have a chance to go down here and uh, made a great throw to Wandale Robinson, the former Kentucky star, um, for 31 yards. Who beat his man off the line of scrimmage? Dime throw, got him in the field goal range, and uh, our old buddy Randy Bullock, big Randy, big Rand. Number 46. Kick. That's right. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird number for, <laughs> for a kicker. But didn't he wear that here? No, he was 14. That's eh? right. So, kick the game winner. So, yeah, the Giants won and, um, you know, beat a really good or a coming on Green Bay Packers team. And, man, Jordan Love did not play well last night. Giants defense played really well. And uh, the New York Giants are a game out of first play. Or, I'm sorry, a game out of a playoff spot in the NFC at 5-8. and eight. How about that? <laughs> So the was, five
3: and eight Giants and the five and
4: eight, eight Titans. Titans. That's right. Been, they, they, I mean, you know, think about it, guys. Going into this, oh, going into the night, weren't we like, oh, jeez. Do you think oh.
3: they can get bowl eligible? <laughs> one more win,
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. But we, what were we thinking the night before? We we're like, oh, Titans, Dolphins, Giants, Packers. These two games are going to be duds, you know, for different reasons. And they turned out to be two pretty exciting games that went down to the wire. And you know, there you go, football. Is going to football once in a while, right? And football was footballing last night. So, yeah, good night for me. The team I cover won and the team I root for won. So, it's all good.
3: Anything else? Did I miss anything? I'm uh, trying to think of what uh, anything happened last night in the other world of Sports. Huh? Grizzlies loss. Yeah, I yeah. know the Pre, again. I know the Preds played tonight. Austin P the uh, formally introduced
4: uh, Jeff Ferris mm-hmm. yesterday, so you know we want to I mean, wish work him a, the,
3: work on getting him on. Yeah, uh, yeah.
4: Want to wish him the best of luck at Austin P. I mean, he's got a tough act to follow because Scotty Walden did an unbelievable mm-hmm. job when he was there. Yep.
3: Yeah, and yeah, we're you're rewarded. right. We got to get him on the show. FBS job at UTEP. Yeah, in conference USA. So he's yeah, I'm back really through. I'm
4: really happy for Scotty. I'm rooting for him. You know, except when he plays middle, but you know. um Or Western. You know what else we need to get on the show? We need to get Shea Ralph on the show.
7: Well,
3: go.
4: (laughs) Well, you're the guy that knows everybody. You're America's house guest. You know, you snap your fingers and things happen, you know? Like, if you wanted Wayne Newton to walk into the studio right now, I think you'd make two two phone calls and here he is in our studio singing singing Donka Shane.
3: (laughs) Wayne (laughs)
4: Newton. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I know Wayne. Yeah, yeah, I was out in Vegas one time. Hung out with him. You know, we went to the Bellagio, had dinner. (laughs) You're that guy, Greg.
3: Yeah, every time he comes town, he wants to go to Deja Vu. So I just pick him up. Wayne Newton, boy, well, you sort of grabbed I know, that. I know. One. I know. I don't, one. know where, I don't know where I got Where'd that from. one come from. I have no, no idea. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up from Vegas, mm-hmm. it is not Wayne Newton. Maybe he knows Wayne Newton. I bet well, he does. Well, I mean, no, he'd never. He'd have to get out outside of his apartment every once in a while to do that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll take a break. Brad Powers next.
8: Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and page high graduate who's been winning races since he was 8 years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service, along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing
7: As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs... And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and in President, of Kentucky.
3: First online real money wager, only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipts. E-terms at
8: sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
9: Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold Where are Grandma's cookies?
2: Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season.
9: Your triple fudge brownies?
2: No, Joey. Holiday Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery.
9: Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius.
1: Give the gift of Holiday Instant Games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The
10: SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C. a always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing.
1: Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original Sports Radio, WNSR.
8: The show with the callers, the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show.
3: It's Greg Pogue John Burton Show presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Commitments. Bill King, we're off Friday. uh, Commitments, all five hours, Bill, and our show uh, from from Bar Lines. Uh, Big, big time. Brad Powers, seven on Twitter, x bradpowersports.com, the Bill King link at the top right of the page. Of course, he's on with Bill every Friday morning uh, during the 8 o'clock hour. Brad, good morning. What's up, man? What's up, Brad? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Well, we were just talking about how
4: we thought both Monday night games were going to be duds last night, and uh, they both turned out to be pretty good.
11: Well, I, I can tell you who they did turn out very well for that would be the sportsbooks when you get two outright upsets uh, uh you know a, a favorites that are six plus or more points uh they usually trends very well for the sportsbooks.
3: Yeah, no it, doubt. And, and then that 13 what 14 I think is where the Titans went to last night and and you know just when you when you have one of those you just chalk it up hey that's you know on either side of the other those things happen. You got do you have a like a sack or a garbage where <laughs> you put those things just happen?
11: Uh, but in, in what regard? Because I had the
3: Titans last night, so I felt yeah, there. Yeah, I know, but all, all the ones where you have bad beats, I guess, too. I mean, do you flush them?
11: Oh, bad beats? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you got to continue to move forward. I mean, they happen. Now, that's the racket uh, that we've chosen. So uh, uh, they, they tend to. You know, in, in, in seasons where that don't go well, they tend to add up a little bit more frequently. But uh, yeah, I, I can tell you, who had the baddest? Be one, one of the local radio show hosts here had uh, Miami in a Survivor pool, uh, and he was down to the last twenty for nine million, mm. and he had Miami uh, when they're up. <laughs> uh, oh, they were uh, with five minutes left, and that's how you lose. That's how you drop out of the Survivor contest. That's a bad beat.
3: Man, I don't. I feel bad for him, and I don't even know him. Uh good lord! Yeah. yeah, hey, I put you. I saw a tweet you put up yesterday. The teams with the most players in the transfer portal. I mean, quite a few in the double double digit range. My alma mater, Western Kentucky, with fifteen. Coastal Carolina with nineteen. Texas hanging in with eighteen. When you look at that, do you have to go through there and decide how many of them are impact players or ones that just can't you know play dead in a cowboy movie?
11: Well, I'll post – I mean, I just – I had that information easily available at the start, so I added it up uh, yesterday, tweeted it. Today, I'll tweet uh, the starters that are out. So uh, it takes a little bit more time. I see the comment section. Well, this list doesn't mean anything. You need the starters. Who cares if a a third or fourth string guy hit the portal? So I'll have that information. I know we don't have a very patient society anymore. (laughs) I'll have that uh, tweeted later today. Yeah, well (laughs) – Brad,
4: are you of the opinion to get in now for the college football playoff matchups or wait as we get a little closer to kickoff in terms of, you know, who might be injured, who might be opting out, that kind of thing?
11: Uh, well, I would say the playoffs a little bit different than than the other bowl games. Sure. I, I mean, I don't anticipate uh, opt-outs. I don't anticipate much now, Smith and Jigba did last year.
4: That's the only reason yeah. I ask. You know you know what I'm saying?
11: Yeah, good point. Uh now, does that stop me from betting? Uh, you know I you know the answer to that. I, I always bet. I mean, I've, I got action on side and total on both of those games and, and bet that as soon as it came out uh, on that uh, selection Sunday. So, um, I, yeah, it doesn't scare me away at this point. I shouldn't really. I mean, if you do the homework, it shouldn't scare anybody to make a bet. In fact, I would say it's better now to make a bet than, than wait for game day and let all that steam move. I mean, uh, I'll give you an example of Ohio State-Missouri. I mean, <laughs> Ohio State was a 6.5-point favorite. Now they're a 2.5-point underdog. So, uh, are you running the window uh, to delay it with Missouri now? No, I mean you're a little bit late to the party. So I would say bet, bet appropriately, uh, not never beyond your means. Uh, never be tied to a single position because information changes this time of the year. So don't be, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I don't care. I mean that this guy opted out. I'm going to stick with my bet. Well, I, you got to be more flexible this time of year because I would say probably half my bets, uh, I'll have half the games. I'll, I'll have probably both sides because. Of significant line moves that's crossed um, where, where I think it, it should be, or just, you know, guy hit a portal that, that I didn't expect to hit the portal, and I uh, try to get off position. So, a bull season is completely different than, than, than the regular season, to say the least.
3: Brad, I heard you with Bill King uh, the other day talking about. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. Every Friday at eight o'clock, I'm driving in. Right. To, to, I'm driving in. I listen to you, and yeah, I mean, he turned me on to you, and I asked nicely if I could have you for fifteen minutes, and everybody agreed. So thank you.
11: You're welcome. <laughs> pleasure.
3: Uh, but I, I, I the it, that it some numbers got skewed a little bit on Alabama. Because it leaked out that they were probably going to get that fourth spot, and there was movement on that number before it was announced. And how? Who regulates that for the, for right now? I mean, that first question. Because if there's inside information, who regulates it?
11: Well, I mean, any bet uh, that, that's made legally is always going to come under the you know specific state's uh, gaming commission. Uh, obviously, Nevada is a little bit more reputable than, than some of the newer states as far as uh rulings and whatnot. Uh so it's always gonna fall under there. Now, I know it's an information based market for the most part. Can you bet like a million dollars on something like that? No. <laughs> I mean, so to <laughs> mind they kinda protect themselves by the limits. But I was able when I went to bed, uh Alabama was like four to one not to make the playoffs. I yeah. made that bet. Uh so I, I made that bet before I Went to bed, I woke up, and before the selection show, Alabama was basically even money, 50-50, whether or not they were going to make it. So that's a pretty significant line move to basically go from, uh, you know, 4-1 to one not to make it to, to even money. I mean, in markets like that, whenever you see that, whether it's the NFL draft, whether it's something like that, whether it's, you know, they put up these fun prop markets, where's this quarterback going to pick, which school in the transfer portal, what, where, where's this head coach going to go, uh, what school is going to pick, what head coach is this school going to select, those type of information ones, um, I would say follow the money. Whenever you see a line
3: move there, especially a significant one,
11: uh, the, with them being information based, uh, you want to follow that along.
3: Is that one or two big syndicates moving that that kind of number, or is it just a, a an overall? I, I doubt if Joe Public could get that information.
11: Yeah, no syndicates are going to bend into that again because I mean they just you, you can't even get five no, okay yeah in some of the okay. markets. So I mean maybe a few hundred dollars um uh, mm. if you're crafty maybe you can you know get a few thousand uh if you're trying to do it at kiosk and you know m- using multiple accounts so you can maybe get a few thousand on something like that but syndicates aren't going to mess with something that you can't at least get the five figures
9: down
4: brad i know we never talked baseball but you see otani go to the dodgers and already loaded dodger team uh you know okay to put a little pizza money on the dodgers to win it all next year win the world series
11: I would not. I mean, considering their past, I, I, I would not. I would say that's inflated.
4: Uh, huh.
0: I'm
11: not a baseball expert, but uh, yeah. I mean, obviously they deserve to be the favorite on paper, but I mean they're the favorite most years. And well, I mean they got one championship here in 2020. It's kind and of that, and that when that was season. during
4: COVID, which is kind of eh,
11: right. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really count. So I mean they've had they've had the edge here for I mean what the last 10, 12 years, and yeah. they you know really got nothing to show for it. So no, I. I'd wait, uh, maybe, you know, pick it up. And out. obviously there's so many ebbs and blows in the baseball season that uh, I, I would not be tying up my money for 10 months uh, on something like that, uh, even though I'm not afraid to tie my money up. But I just don't think there's going to be a big enough edge in that type of market.
3: Brad, somebody asked me the other day if I knew, what's the most you've ever bet on one thing? Are you comfortable with answering that? If not, that's cool.
11: Most, uh, I got to think. I don't know, ten, fifteen grand, something like that. Okay. Nothing yeah. wild. Just I mean, Saturday. I, I Just another I mean, Saturday.
2: I mean,
4: i He found it in his couch cushions. It's like, yeah. oh yeah,
11: I'll, I'll throw a bet down, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, I, I'm a volume guy, so yeah. I mean, you know, I bet a few hundred grand a week, but I mean, it's throughout, uh, you know, multiple. I mean, a lot of plays. I mean, I I don't have good luck when, when I load up on something. It usually goes bad for me.
3: brad powers with us uh brad the the heisman where are we with that is that just why is even where are people even going
11: uh yeah as an event a spectacle and whatnot yeah i hear you as a fan as a better i love it because you know i had another heisman winner so i i tend to do pretty good i've gotten several here over the last five six years so uh I love it from a betting aspect. As a fan, yeah, I mean it's it does not have the same allure that it did. I mean, growing up, I mean you guys remembered. I mean, it used to oh yeah, be a much bigger deal than what it is now. So. Herschel
4: Walker, um, Bo Jackson, yeah, yeah, iconic,
11: iconic yep. seasons. Because it was almost it wasn't just a season. It was almost like a culmination of a, a person's career mm-hmm. type of thing. So I mean, you knew the names. I, I just I don't know. Now it's just. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it kind of reflects society, kind of the flavor of the month.
3: Yeah, whatever. Who's hot now? Who's the hot name?
11: Instead of like, I don't know. It seemed to be more real, if that makes sense.
3: what did you get Jaden Daniels at initially? Uh, 20 to 1. I bet yeah. him back in April.
11: Yeah. <laughs> He's the man. So, <laughs> so I mean, you're the I, I, I didn't get rich, but, you know, I pay a couple payments on the mortgage. I was going to say, that's, uh, that's that good month. value,
4: 20 to 1, and especially when it comes yeah. through, you know?
11: Well, keep in mind, I, I did make you know ten other bets, so right. <laughs> it's, it's nice to go. It's nice to go one in ten and show one hundred seventy one percent ROI.
3: Ah, no <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't go broke making a profit, right? All right, walk, walk me through some of these early bowl games. Anything standing out to you?
11: Uh you mean the games on Saturday? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm not wild about the games on Saturday. Believe believe it or not. Uh, doesn't mean I haven't made bets on them, but I mean, from a value aspect, I think the games uh, a little bit later are offering more value. I mean, I'll run down every game real quick if you got 30 seconds. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah there was. There's six I, yeah, games then, Saturday, yeah, you know, I think. Yeah. We'll, we'll go in rotation order. Yeah, real simple. We'll do it. We'll do it a rundown style. All right. Uh, New Orleans Bowl. I think uh, if you're looking for the sharp side, I'd say Louisiana plus three over 60. Uh, Cure Bowl. Yeah, make sure you got your notes handy here. You have to listen to the replays. Uh, I would say App State minus the six and under 45, under 45 being my preference in that game. New Mexico Bowl, we're going to lay the three-and-a-half with New Mexico State. Uh, L.A. Bowl, Some money came in on uh, UCLA yesterday. Boise State's going to be down a third-string quarterback. I would just prefer uh, the current numbers to go under 49. Independence Bowl, let's go over 58 and also minus two-and-a-half on Texas Tech. Uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl, we are going to lay the three-and-a-half with Georgia Southern. So there you go. All
4: right you missed any of that, folks, go I know, back rivet, and listen to I mean,
11: <laughs> No, I know yeah, yeah, riveting good. radio hey. but you guys
3: all want picks. No, I, no I, 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 we, we want I'm, the juice, I'm man. I'm doing a 10-team parlay. <laughs> five totals and five sides.
4: Yeah, what are you putting down on it, three bucks? <laughs> three dollars to make about 3000 <laughs> That's a good ROI. If you need a
11: baby, need, needs new shoes, uh, let's go Rutgers over Miami. No, nah, it's a few weeks away. Uh, but th- they'll close a the favorite. They'll win the game outright. Well, baby wow. does
3: need new shoes. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. by Friday. Papa and, uh, I'm, I'm going to be a grandfather for the first time.
11: Well, early congratulations. Yeah. I like that. Yeah,
3: it's yeah my water hadn't broke yet. But anyway, <laughs> we're, we're, everybody's doing it. <laughs> You're showing, though. <laughs> You'll hear Field. That's dinner kicking right there. <laughs> Brad, any uh, anything coming up in, in the NFL? I hadn't even. What's the? Uh, I hadn't even seen the Titans Texans for yeah, Sunday. I haven't
4: seen it either. But yeah. my question would be: Kansas City looks like a fade now. They are frustrated. They can't get anything going offensively. Mahomes is having meltdowns on the sidelines. Is the magic over for KC? They may actually have to go on the road and play a playoff game. Mahomes has never done that in his career, which is unbelievable.
11: Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I don't expect them to, you know, repeat. Uh so yeah, I would I would say they're up against it to say the least. Uh some distractions there. Didn't like uh you know what you saw. I, I thought that was uh I didn't like what I saw from Mahomes. So, I mean, yeah, I I, I in under, the moment. I but.
4: understand the frustration because it's been a frustrating year, but yeah, when you're a big money franchise quarterback, you can't lose your you know what on the sidelines yeah. like that, right?
11: Yeah. Uh they're playing the 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 Pats. Uh, so I mean, you, you could be you got pretty poor performance and still be okay against New England. Although the the Patriots finally got uh, a win last week against the Steelers, mm-hmm. uh, nine and a half, I wouldn't lay it. I mean, well, we'll see. I I'm waiting to see if I can catch a ten here with the, the
3: Patriots. So, by the way, I know it's just come out, uh, Titans minus two and a half over the Texans. On, on Sunday, yeah,
11: I, I, I would say you know obviously short week for Tennessee and probable win. Excited, uh, you know Houston uh, off a little bit of a disappointment there. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take the two and a half uh, on Houston, but preference with a total of thirty-seven and a half. Let's go ahead and take Houston uh, in a six-point teaser. Uh, the other one, hmm, I'm looking. Let's, let's tie that in. Ooh, good game, Dallas and Buffalo. Let's uh, two teams six-point teaser. Yeah. Dallas plus eight and a half. Houston plus eight and a half. You know, you,
3: you come with a lot of little uh, Christmas nuggets. Yeah, you, Brad? you're
11: like Santa Claus, Brad. Mm-hmm. I'm in a giving mood. I had uh, I probably had my best uh, weekend season. of the year, so uh, I'm feeling a little bit better than what I did most of the season.
3: Hey, and we also want to know if you know uh, Wayne Newton. John wants to know that. He, he said you probably do. Yeah, I mean,
11: I, I drive by his I – I think he went bankrupt, so he doesn't even own it anymore. But he has, you know, a big plot of land here in Vegas. Uh, I'm sure when he bought it, it was out in the middle of nowhere. Now everything's grown up around it. But uh, I pass it every day, his former estate. Wow.
3: Brad, tell the people how to get in touch with all and, and get all your stuff.
11: Yeah, you can follow me on X, Twitter, whatever you kids are calling it these days, <laughs> at BradPower7. You like what you see there? You can head on over to the website, BradPowerSports.com. Click on the Bill King tab, top of the page. Full confidence, contest picks, ATS picks on, on every game. I'll have some opt-out news. I'll have starters. I'll have transfer portals. That'll all come out tomorrow, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central. If you're interested in that, go out, head on over to the website and make sure you're clicking on the Bill King tab.
3: All right. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate you, man.
11: Donka Shane, All right, Take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nine million the one guy in the survivor thing had had miami and to lose like Uh, that so is everybody out now is it over i don't think so i don't know i don't i don't think so
4: yeah yeah a lot of people had miami that were still alive in their survivor pools and they got they got burnt so mm -hmm. we'll uh will we'll uh we'll have to see how that plays out so yeah a lot of money on the line so yeah a lot of people are out now uh thanks to the titans upsetting the dolphins last night
3: Jim Wyatt coming up, Titans uh, Online, uh, writer dot com senior editor and writer. We'll talk to him at 10.05 this morning. Your phone calls. In the meantime, 615-844-5600.
8: In Tennessee, 967,430
12: people struggle with hunger and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit byfaithfarm.com to get involved. That's
10: byfaithfarm.com. Granger presents the ones who get it done. As the college football season progresses, the excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four, and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop on By. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click, Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com.
2: Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolasville Road, Fifth and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at PrincessHotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Princess Hot Chicken in three locations, and PrincessHotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken.
1: This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton
4: Show. I'm not surprised,
3: and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer
1: Debbie
4: is not happy.
3: Well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue
1: and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo
8: Bay. The Greg Pogan John Burton Show.
3: 615 844 5600. You want to give us a call? Did you see the, uh, the details of Otani's $700 million deal? Like almost all of it's deferred, right? Yeah. Uh, he's going to, for the next 10 years, Make two million a year. And then the next ten years, twenty thirty four to twenty forty three, he'll get sixty eight million a year <laughs> for ten years. Well that's a genius
4: move, A, for whoever on the Dodgers came up uh-huh. with that and B, you know, convinced Otani and his and his, you know representatives to agree to that
3: i think it's probably the other way around i think he was probably the one that wanted the deferred money um yeah. for tax purposes alone sure yeah and he you know, he said hey i can live I on mean t- even in la i, I can was gonna live say in california million. the taxes are brutal so so yeah so he's deferred that yeah um and the deferred money is going to be paid without interest so he could actually take all of that money mm-hmm. and set it aside and draw interest on it but he's not And so the Dodgers will sit there and draw interest on that deferred money until it's paid out. Well, hmm. there you go. Yep. All right, let's go to the phones 615 844 5600. And now it's time for the
4: NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. That music can only mean one thing it is time to go around the National
13: Football Lake. Morning, Eric. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Otani gets uh, $50 million in endorsements, so that'll help him out. He'll be all
4: right. Yeah, he just won't eat out as much. Yeah,
13: yeah. Hey, guys, we've got to hear from Sal in Jersey. We haven't heard from him a long time. I'm wondering if he'll call in this morning.
4: I'll, uh, I'll reach out and see if he's available.
13: Yeah. Hey, guys, y'all have to excuse my voice a little bit. I voice voices about gone from yelling and screaming at the TV first for the uh, two back-to-back turnovers when we fell behind by 14 and then, you the screaming when we got the touchdown to go ahead and the big sack by Harold Landry to end the game. I, I tell you what, guys, uh, I've just – I wonder how many Titans fans turned off the TV when we fell behind by those two scores after those two back-to-back turnovers and then woke up this morning saying, what in the world
3: happened? <laughs> I'd say quite a few probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. Patton yeah. said he checked out, yeah. but he was looking out of one eye.
13: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A, a guys, especially with the way the defense stepped up without Jeffrey Simmons, just seeing him just on sideline trying to root the team on, and guys, we just basically out physical them. We, uh, I definitely believe Rabel out coached Mike McDaniel, guys, and I tell you what, guys, uh, I like Will Levis's passion, the way he wants to win. I don't want him continually charging uh, against defensive linemen. Yeah, he's got to stop trying like to tackle
4: that. defensive linemen at the goal line. That's that's and, yeah. And, and, He's and, not going to be somebody, around long doing that. Yeah,
13: yeah, yeah. And somebody made a comment I heard earlier this morning. Absolutely right. Brandon tanhill had been the quarterback. There's no way we come back and win this game. I mean, that's, that's just a fact. And certainly we've got our guy. And I know, John, you feel like you've got your guy. And DeVito, uh, <laughs> you know. No. God, they, maybe. Error, error, error,
1: error, error, yeah.
4: error, error. <laughs> Tommy DeVito's a nice story. He's not yeah. a starting quarterback in the NFL. but he could be our backup, so I'm, I'm happy about yeah. that. I'm happy the Giants well, won. He's a great story. He's not he's not the franchise guy.
13: Well, 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 I'm hearing people say, at least this morning, that there should be an open competition between him and Daniel Jones for next year. Well, so we'll Daniel Jones
4: probably won't be healthy to start the season, given how late <laughs> he hurt his knee, but no. no. Like I said, Devito's a nice story. I'm happy for him. Yeah. I'm 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 really tickled to death by it. I'm having I'm enjoying it being a Giants fan. But yeah. he is not he is not a long term starting. Quarterback. I'd say chances
3: are this time next year he won't be in the league. You know, compared well, I, I will, to being in it, I'd I take not. Well, I think he's gonna he's, I think he's gonna be on the roster, you, Giants you, you roster
4: think next year think he's as, the as the backup. yeah, I, mm. yeah.
6: I, I will I will say he's this, plays, this. He's, he's played
4: Hang on one second, there. He's playing yeah, well, cool. Greg, and he's super cheap. He's an undrafted free agent, so you know. But.
13: but but what I was going to say, it definitely tells you how great of a coach Dayball is because a lot of people earlier the season were ready to run him off, but he's shown how great of a coach he is with what he's done with this team. Yeah, he's keeping the team so.
4: together, and, you know, they're, yeah. like I said, they've won three in a row, and they're a game out of a playoff spot, unbelievably. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good because the last thing as a Giants fan I want to see is the pattern of the last several years. You know, a coach comes in, coaches two years, and then he's out. So we're not going to have that. David will be back for a third year next year, and I'm happy about that.
3: Guys, y'all take care. We'll talk All right. again soon. All
4: right. Yeah. Feel better, man.
3: Yeah. Yelling at the TV.
4: Yeah. You know who I felt bad for Poor Brie. She is not she has been under the weather the last uh for a, I think over a week. And she was in there last night and she was she was struggling just to get you know we went on late. She was struggling to get through last night. So shout out to Bree Smith, our outstanding meteorologist at News Channel Five.
3: And you know, she's hanging in there. All right, well, take a break. Want to call the show. Please do. 615-844-5600. Attention, high school sports fans. Are you an
8: armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com.
2: We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people.
3: With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as a $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401K with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical my trailer leasing company. It's a starleasing.com to learn more.
12: Grind into the holiday season with your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday when they host Dylan Brooks and the Houston Rockets on Memphis Grizzlies Ford Scholars Night presented by Ford and your Mid-South Ford dealers. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-POOP or visiting grizzlies.com.
8: The show with the callers. The other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. What
3: well, are you, Ringo Star over there all of a sudden? I told you, Tony Thompson. You look like Ringo Star, Chris I l- Sanders.
4: I look more like... Uh... Tony Thompson, late, great Tony Thompson. Rest in peace. great drummer.
3: 615-844-5600. If you want to give us a call, put you right on the radio, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, Jim Wyatt is going to come up here in in uh, just a little while. Of course, last night, uh, the big win for the Titans, the come from behind, historic, quite frankly. And uh, uh, Jim Wyatt, talked to Jim. He's covered them since 99, and he had never seen anything like that. So, yeah.
4: Yeah, I think it's a watershed moment for you know, not only the Titans, but
3: certainly for Will Levis, right? What about going for two? Uh, you're down by eight. You kick. Mm-hmm. You make it seven. That's the traditional way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But you go for two and you don't make it. You score. You still got to score another touchdown and go for two again. for Right. The tie, which, which you would have had with two touchdowns and two extra points. Kicks. So I like the move. Uh, I, I, there's uh, so apparently you're going to have to go for two twice. The first to try to uh, get within six, or mm-hmm. or to later on right. to tie it up with your eight down. Well, they say yeah. do it
4: early, right? Because mm-hmm. that way you know what you need when you get that second touchdown. Yep. That tells me a couple things, Greg. It tells me number one, Vrabel felt and Tim Kelly felt really good about you know their two point play package for that week. And, you know, number two, you know, Vrabel was you know what do you got to lose? No, exactly. We're we're four and eight. Let's you know, I want to win this game. And uh, you know, they it let his players know we are playing to win this game. We're not playing to be in it or make it close. We are trying to win this game. That was it was pretty clear and evident that, you know, Vrabel, everybody everybody on the Titans. You know we're gonna get out of here with a win. We're not just gonna you know be representative. we're gonna win this game, so like I said, you know the resiliency they showed and and the gumption that Vrabel had to do that now, listen, you know if it doesn't work, you know we're we're sitting here saying, what the hell why didn't you just kick for you know why didn't you just kick to make it a seven point lead this that and the third but you know like like Patton said, what do you have to lose? you're four and eight yeah,
3: I still think it's the play either way if you're eight and four four and eight. I like it because yeah. you. Now have you're going to have to get two kicks? You're playing for the win and not the tie, and right. I understand that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, he wanted.
4: Yeah, Vrabel wanted no part of overtime last night. He's like, I am you're yeah. going to win this game or lose this damn game.
3: Well, two point conversions, the success rate is fifty four percent. Right. So doing it this way, you're going to have to convert one of the two. Preferably the first one, or secondly, if you scored another touchdown, that one. But at 54%, the odds are of making two of the, one of the two increases, right? So if it's just 54%, you're going to try it twice. Each one of them stand individually. I understand that, but it still gives you another crack at it. I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty crafty move. And what I'd seen before in games with about four, three or four minutes to go when you're down by two touchdowns.
4: Well, I'll take your word for all that because I was told there would be no math when I mm-hmm. agreed to come on this show with you, so.
3: I just, you know, quite frankly, I just probably, some people driving around there, that does not add
4: up. Yeah, some math professor at Vanderbilt or something like that is like, no, nope, that's wrong. So, like I said, you know, you saw the emotion on the sidelines, and we'll talk to Jimmy about it in just a few minutes when he joins us after the top of the hour, but, you know, you saw how, Jubilant, uh, you know everybody was on the sidelines. They really, really wanted this win, and you know it's it's for one week. It's a it's a it's a weight lifted off the collective shoulders of this organization, right? You know, not having the season that they want, still more than likely will not make the playoffs. But you know, this is something you can hang your hat on. And a lot of coaches believe that you know if you if you finish the season strong late, it, you can carry that momentum in, into the next year. Jim Wyatt
3: coming up with us after the uh, top of the hour break.
1: 959 FM Brentwood, Nashville. 1079 FM Smyrna. Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio.
2: ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. On Capitol Hill today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky making his case. He is pressing Congress to pass an advanced aid package so that he can continue fighting the war against Russia. The woman who sued Texas in order to get an abortion because of a fetal abnormality has left the state to undergo the procedure. In Dallas,
1: ABC's Jim Ryan. The state's highest court yesterday tossed out Kate Cox's challenge to the Texas abortion law, saying it was moot, but adding that doctors do not need court orders to perform life-saving abortions. But 20 weeks into her pregnancy, Cox was in a gray area. A diagnosis of trisomy 18 meant that her fetus carried to term would almost certainly die, but that Cox herself might not.
2: Despite calls for her ouster, Harvard has thrown its support behind President Claudine Gay. She and the presidents of MIT and the University of Pennsylvania all testified last week about campus anti-Semitism. Many said their answers were inadequate. This is ABC News.
8: The holidays can be financially challenging with gift buying, travel costs, not to mention those unexpected expenses to make the season feel extra special. But there is a way to buy everything on your holiday wish list this year. Michelle Casper from Jackson Hewitt explains.
12: Every dollar matters, especially at the holidays. To help, we've launched our Early Refund Advance loan program, giving people the chance to qualify for an advance on their federal tax refund up to $1,000.
8: The Early Refund Advance is a convenient way to access money you can use for the holiday season. If you qualify, you could get up to $1,000. $1,000.
2: We know that if people have extra money, they could afford gifts for their friends and family and celebrate a stress-free holiday season, as well as help get caught up on end-of-year bills.
8: The early refund advance runs through January 14th. To learn more, visit JacksonHewitt.com or a local Jackson Hewitt office to apply. WNSR
7: In a single moment, everything can change. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year, featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Are you ready to rock,
3: boys and girls? Behold, it's the single
1: greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel.
3: It is our number two. Jim Wyatt at J Wyatt Sports on Twitter X. He is the senior writer editor for TennesseeTitans.com. dot com. Jim,
14: good morning, Jimmy. Good morning. How are you guys doing today?
3: Good, doing all right. Doing better yet, how are you doing? Yeah,
14: I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I feel pretty good. I'm uh, I'm kind of trying to figure out my best strategy how I'm gonna break. This news to my dad that the Titans won this game last night. My dad is a hardcore Titans fan. He just turned 86 years old. He calls me after every game, and uh, he goes to every game still. He goes to a wheelchair now, and usually I'm in the press box sometimes. He wants to hear out his frustrations if things don't go well or
3: Hey Jim, hey Jimmy, and I love Judge Wyatt. We, we need to reconnect. We got a bad connection. Okay, we'll call you right. back. Yeah, we'll bring you yeah, right, back. Right, back. right back. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, Judge Wyatt, big jazz fan.
4: Eighty six years young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless him. That's 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 a blessing for Jim to still have his his father around. You know what I mean? So, eighty six years young. So we'll try to reconnect with Jimmy Wyatt as we uh, recap the Big Titans win last night. So. Yeah, like I said, big picture, you know, it's it's um the season is what it is, but man, you know, a lot of coaches believe, like I said, you can ride momentum of a strong finish on a down year into the following season. So I believe Jimmy is back with us. Jimmy, uh it's great. It's um uh you said you were waiting to break the news to Judge Wyatt that uh that the Titans won last night, so uh, yeah. it's gonna be a happy yeah. Tuesday for him.
14: Yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm trying to my dad is a hard experience. Fan is eighty six years old. He turned eighty six over the weekend. He goes to all the games a lot of times. He'll call me, you know, after the games immediately to let me know when he's not happy about something or when he,
0: mm-hmm.
14: when they win. He wants to talk about that. Well, he, I know he went to bed last night. I think when it was twenty seven thirteen, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm trying to figure out how to break the news to him this morning <laughs> when he when he calls me. It's about the time he gets up and uh, to let him know how. Hey, Know whether I need to rub it in. That's one of the best games in Titans history, or whether to play it down and, oh, it wasn't much of a game. But, you know, they ended up winning late. So, kind of figure out my strategy (laughs) there.
3: He's probably going to have to confirm it from somebody else, too, right? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but, you know, to that point, Jimmy, I'm sure a lot of
4: frustrated Titans fans went to bed when it was, you know, 27 to 13, under three minutes to play. They're thinking, oh, well, chalk this one up. And, um, you know, so many, so many subplots to this game, Jimmy. I think one of the big ones was that Miami offense looked awfully different once Tyreek Hill was not out there on a regular basis, and the Titans, even without Jeff Simmons, were able to take advantage.
14: Yeah, and you're right. I mean, yeah, but ha- not having him at full speed affects them. But that's that's the NFL. I mean, the you, yep. you, you know, Titans have been dealing with injuries all season, just like everybody else. So I thought the Titans hung in there and and really played the type of game that they wanted to play. I mean, it was a slugfest, Titans controlled the ball. I think the Titans were a more physical team and did everything um, you know, that you possibly could to put yourself in a position to win that game. And even doing all that, it looked like with back-to-back turnovers that you mm-hmm. kind of sabotaged your own effort there. Um, go down 27-13, about five minutes left. I'm not going to lie, I mean, I was... I was and I was talking to Greg before I came on this morning just about what life is like when you're trying to write a story and then make sure you get that story up by the time the plane takes off. So I, <laughs> I left the press box and uh, headed down to Bragel's press conference room just to be in a position to write and be ready for his press conference. And, you know, the Titans scored pretty quickly. And uh, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe I have a chance to. you got a two-point conversion. So i packed my computer up. And the first time i ever done this, I worked – I put I worked from the sideline. I put, I put my laptop on top of a trash can that was on the sideline, uh, and, and worked from there. And uh, and really was in shock uh, that the Titans came back and won that game. I, I could tell from the people over my shoulder, you know, Titans fans, Dolphins fans, uh, that they were shocked as well. And uh, it's, it, you know, it's been around since the beginning, and I that's one of the most memorable wins uh most memorable game that I've ever really been a part of and uh uh certainly never forget you know forget this
3: one. Jim, you know, with Will Levis. So uh, I, I think I'd rather dial him back than have to dial him up. Uh, and, and push, he, cause he certainly gets excited. And these Superman runs, he's gonna have to dial back on those, or he'll be <laughs> alongside <laughs> Anthony Richards, Richardson watching, if he's not careful. Uh, but, I mean, he's, Dude's a competitor, yeah, man. He, he's so far, and there's warts along the way. We know that, and there's going to be growth things and issues. But I tell you what, just that one throw to Hopkins, that, what, 45-yarder late, he just spun that thing. He didn't even step into the throw and just sort of flung it out there on a rope. I think, I think the quarterback of the future has arrived.
14: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. This is athletic ability and his arm strength, and the kid obviously has a lot of moxie. You know, I'll, I'll watch him in practices and certainly watch him in pregame. And, you know, I shot a video pregame yesterday where I'm kind of drafting behind him right over the back end zone, back of the end zone stripe, and, and uh, he just kind of drafts back and casually just flips his wrist and the ball's at midfield. I mean, it's crazy how strong of an arm he has and how athletically gifted he is. And, yeah, he plays with a lot of emotion, um, but I think if you're a fan – um, and I think if you're a teammate or a coach, I think you'll love that. Yeah, I think they will probably get on him about not lowering your shoulder and trying to run over players,
4: or try um, to tackle a, a, a 300-pound defensive lineman when he's you know basically yeah. at the goal line, too, right? <laughs> yes,
14: yeah, so, but but that's you know that's a, that's a competitor in him, and uh, I think you gotta love it. And, and it's just it is interesting how you know this, a lot of people in this area, you guys know what they thought about Will Levis. They didn't like all of this demonstrative um, personality and, and some of the things he did when he was playing uh, you know, for Kentucky, but now that he's, he's one of your own, things look a little bit different, and uh, I get the sense that people around here love it.
4: Yeah, Jimmy, we're talking with Jimmy White from uh, TennesseeTitans.com, senior writer, editor. It, yeah, Jimmy, and you know what? I've I freely admitted it. I had preconceived notions about this kid coming in. I thought he was going to be like a Baker Mayfield type, you know, chip on your shoulder, rebel without a clue type guy. But you know, I spent some time with him last week getting ready for our our uh, pregame special, and just watching his demeanor and the way he conducts himself uh you know in a, in a media setting, i mean i I tell you what, he sold me. I believe in this kid like like Greg said and uh, as we all know. Kids got some things to work on but man a performance like last night bringing your team you know back and winning a game that you know seemed sure that you were going to lose on the road against a really good football team I mean that's going to go a long way not only for his confidence but as Greg said you know his teammates confidence in him correct
14: Yeah I agree I
4: mean and yeah
14: it hasn't been perfect through his first seven starts and you know he threw a pick six last night and he had an errant pitch that was picked up and, and, uh, and put the Dolphins in position for what looked like the, the dagger score. But um, he just kept fighting and just shows oh, such a resilient, resilient attitude. Um, yeah, he's going to have some bumps in the road along the way. But uh, you know, look, if you look at his skill set and you look at his want to and you look at his leadership ability – I mean, he has all the makings of a guy who can be this team's franchise quarterback, and he's got to stay healthy. You know, they've got to be better around him moving forward, where you could have more wins like last night. You don't want to have to make it as hard as the Titans did to win, like they did last night. But uh, I think he's getting, he definitely has something, and uh, I think if you're not excited about uh, what you saw from him last night, then you know I don't know if you've been excited. Yeah, about Dan Marino uh, playing you're your all
4: <laughs> fan. Yeah, well, you know he's no Tommy DeVito, but he's pretty good, right, Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Yeah, he's per- Go ahead. Per-
14: yeah, per- I mean, pretty amazing. Uh, just uh, you know, and I-, and I love his attitude and love his uh, just youthful enthusiasm. It's fun to cover and fun to watch.
4: Yeah. Um. What about Hopkins last night? Boy, he was fired up. Him and Xavier. Xavier and uh, Howard were having a battle last night. He, uh, man, that's the most fired up I've seen him since he got here to the Titans.
14: Yeah, he was fired up in the locker room after the game too. It's funny sometimes guys uh, after games, after wins, are, are more—I don't want to say combative, but a little bit more uh, moody than they are after a, a loss. And uh, so, yeah, he—he, he, but that—but that's kind of what makes him a competitor. He's got. That uh, attitude, and, and he's got that chip on his shoulder, and uh, yeah, he was going back and forth with a lot of their defenders. And um, you know, after the game, you know he talked a lot about how people wrote him off and didn't offer him contracts, and mm. felt like he was done. And and uh, and I think he's proven that he's a good player, but certainly been a good uh, good guy for Will Levis to to be around and help guide him in the right direction as well.
3: Jim, in between, they had to have that three and out to make it work. And, and we were talking about earlier just the mathematics of of Rabel going for two to cut it to six because if you're going to score two touchdowns and then two extra points, you're going to get to the point where it's a tie. Anyway, so two two-conversions, you'll have two opportunities at it, one to pull within six, or later, if you don't make it to for the tie at two. The math makes sense in – uh, of doing it and I'm surprised I've seen it done before but I'm surprised that it hadn't happened more for teams that are down by 14 and then pull within that one score
14: yeah as a guy, he said it was based a lot on conversations and analytics about what you're supposed to do and uh, no that's that's a head coach's dilemma and mm. if, if, if the Titans go for two and don't get it and then they put themselves in a position where they score late and had to have a two and don't get it then I have a feeling I know what the talk radio stations would be talking about <laughs> today, and about how the head coach, you know, made a stupid decision and it ended up costing the team. So he deserves a lot of credit for for having the guts to to make that call, for for leaning on the analytics, and um, and putting the team in a position to to win. Because I think once they got the once they scored to make it twenty seven nineteen. And then back to two, I think that put a whole completely different kind of pressure on the Dolphins. I mean, now you're in a position where you could lose this game in regulation. Yeah, and uh, and they they didn't handle it well, and the Titans did. They used that momentum to to come back and win the game.
4: Jimmy, you mentioned it earlier about how physical the Titans were defensively. It seemed like that was the game plan, right? You know, you're playing a speedy finesse team you know they may catch the ball but you know the the titans defenders made them pay i mean waddle got banged up on a on a vicious hit by uh amani Hooker, and we saw what happened to tyreek hill it seemed like that was the game plan that you know we're going to we're going to we're going to make them feel us you know you may make a play but you're going to you, you know you're going to pay for it and they were really really uh physical with those outside receivers for the miami dolphins
14: yeah i think at least two other guys the dolphin players too left and didn't Return and it was physical. I mean, the Titans showed up ready to play. Uh, definitely made them. I, I say they made them earn everything. I don't think they necessarily did that because again, he throw a pick six
0: from mm-hmm.
4: inside
14: the five and
4: pick six, a muff punt and yeah. a, and, a, and a and a fumble on a pitch.
14: Yeah. So I mean, you you t- you can't take that away because that's part of the game. But mm-hmm. you, but to see how this game went and how the Titans were able to control the football and really limit the effectiveness on their offense, Um, it was surprising to me. I mean, because this is a Dolphins team, I think it scored over 30 in seven games, over 45 twice, and then put up a 70 spot. And uh, no one really was able to slow them down, and the Titans, you know, went toe-to-toe with them, played with an edge early, and, and then in a crazy fashion found a way to win late.
3: Jim, the uh the just the sad news, the passing of Frank Wycheck, I know you started covering the team in ninety nine. I was in Houston in ninety six and just all the way through about how he really, of all the ones who moved here, really became a face of that move and of that organization of course there was steve and eddie and and everybody else al al del greco was very much out there you know that and and chris sanders and a bunch of people but frank really embraced it and really dragged the rest of his team with him
14: he really did i mean i think back you know at my life at that time I and mean, i was you know when he when i first started covering the titans in 1999 i'd covered greg john you got both remember when I covered high school sports uh, mm-hmm. for the Tennessee, and and then the Titans came to town and I got a chance and here I am showing up in an NFL locker room and you know and <clears throat> not been around professional players and and certainly uh, was was a little bit of a tall task for somebody just bumping up and, uh, and I always remember the people who treated me well and Who um, you know were very kind, and and Frank Wachek was one of those guys. I mean, he was a larger-than-life player, and fans loved him, and and such a good contributor on the on what was a special layer in Titans football. But he always was just a great guy to deal with. I mean, and I think that's what's so hard for everybody is that everybody kind of felt like they knew him or had a positive memory of him and just the way he treated other people. So, you know, it's crazy. I, I you know, when he passed over the weekend, all you know, the photos I tweeted out with the story, was a picture when he was ducked in the Titans ring of honor. And, uh, and it was Steve McNair and, and Frank Wycheck and Eddie George and Bud Adams. And, and now three of the four are no longer with us. And, uh, mm. it's just really so sad, uh, you know, sad loss for the Titans community, you know, for, for fans in Nashville. And, I uh, you know, a lot of people have a hard time with
3: it. Jim, thanks, man. Appreciate you. Go get some, I guess you got a presser today and then go take a nap. Tell, yeah. tell your <laughs> you dad I said hello and that you're not kidding. The Titans won. Yeah.
14: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. Yeah. Now with this money game, is right back to us. So there's no time for a nap. We're back to game week. We got another game coming up here.
12: Yeah. Short week.
14: Yep, so okay,
3: y'all have a good day. Hey, and by the way, Otani, right? Hey, who Ohtani, needs Ohtani, that
14: that's a good deal. I saw the terms of that deal today and he's only getting two million dollars. Yeah, year. really. Uh, I guess he
4: the, won't I mean, eat out as much, Jimmy. yeah,
14: congrats, yeah, yeah
4: congratulations. Uh, but we got yeah, soto, a, so we'll see you in yeah. October.
3: Well yeah. what he, he said <laughs> that the fifty million in endorsements, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah,
14: Well, I think I saw the story this morning that six hundred and eighty of that seven hundred million. It's going to be deferred. So yeah. it's only two million. So they got a great deal on that. Yeah, for they the next ten
3: years, two million a year. The next ten after that, sixty-eight million a year.
14: Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a bargain to me. Yeah,
3: sounds, yeah. Like, sounds like... Uh, who, uh, and he's not even going to pitch this year. It sounds like uh, Bonilla's deal with the Mets, right. right? And he's not even going to pitch this year. That's
14: yeah, all well, right. He'll only pitch when he pitches against Soto. He'll pitch. He'll strike it, jump out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see
4: you in all. October, pal.
3: It'll yeah. be 1977-78 hey, all over again. you two can't buy me love. Can't buy yeah. me love.
4: He's still complaining about Reggie Jackson allegedly interfering on the yeah, base.
3: Yeah,
4: he No, he didn't. No, no. I don't know what you're talking
3: about <laughs> bye jim
4: bye Jimmy. <laughs> hey can
3: you divert some of your money till the next 10 years later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still paying off 10 years ago right right all right hey we're wide open the rest of the hour on a call to 615
7: Golfers, Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333.
8: the Greg Pogue and John Burton show where the only adult in the room just graduated from college
3: 615-844-5600 you want to give us a call Patton Cook, Patton underscore Cook at John Burton3234 at the Pokester and at, at Nash Sports Radio. All of our social media platforms go to WNSR.com and uh you can download the app and do a lot of different things and go to the community uh, calendar page for all of our live programming um as well. Of course, Bill King commitments uh, Friday morning, eleven uh, six to eleven, down at uh down at Bar Lines. Uh they got though put a big breakfast out and everything. We need to get Bill on a little bit later. I guess the uh, um now that Otani is in the barn for the Dodgers, it's what Yoshinobu Yamamoto, right? The yeah. Pitcher, their equivalent. He's won their Cy Young over there in Japan three years in a row, their MVP. Yeah, he's still a 167 ERA. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good.
4: <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, he's the big fish still out there. The Mets are said to be heavily uh, locked in to try to sign him. The Yankees flew out to Los Angeles to meet with him yesterday and they brought uh Hideki Matsui with them, a former Yankee World what is Series a translator. That, well, just, you know, uh Yamamoto grew up <laughs> idolizing uh, oh, did he? Yeah. uh Hideki Matsui, former Yankee World Series MVP in 2009, the last time they won the World Series. So, uh they're trying to land him. So that would be a pretty good offseason for the Pinstripes if they can get Soto in a trade and sign Yamamoto. I just it's just going to be a matter of how much, you know, he's going to want there. I think the, from what I understand, like the, the floor is like 300 million. So yeah.
3: Uh, Mets owner, Steven Cohen, Steve Cohen. And of course, uh, David Stearns, their baseball guy, GM, um, um, guy, whatever the former it. guy. Yeah. Uh, they flew to Japan yep. to meet with him before. And they went uh, to a yeah, Japanese he, Italian
4: restaurant to have dinner. <laughs> I heard. So does that mean it's an Italian restaurant in Japan or is it a combination like a fusion of Japanese and Italian cuisine, that's where the question comes into play. Wow, how about that?
5: So yeah, so to be the latter, right? I mean,
4: I guess, right? So, yeah, it's looking like either he's. It looks like he's coming to New York. either the Yankees or the Mets, and you know, you, so you, they
3: put their their spaghetti in a wok.
4: I guess I don't know. Yeah, you cook it, and you and then you then, then you stir fry it with some vegetables. That's delicious. Some pasta, a little vegetables, huh? Yeah. Maybe a little grilled chicken in there. Get your protein. That's 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 good eating, my friends.
5: Never been to Japan, but uh, boy, there's a uh, kind of a Japanese restaurant over by Sakura, over by DCA. Yeah. Oh, dear. What's it? I think yeah. we got one in Bellevue. Too. What is it? Sakura?
3: Uh-huh. Oh,
5: yeah. Uh. You can go do some damage in
3: there. Yeah. I think there's one in Smyrna, yep. too. Uh, yeah. The buffet. And, and yum-yum yum sauce. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, by the way. Uh it's Terra, Tokyo Italian, Japanese food culture in Italian cuisine. Uh was one named one of the fifty best restaurants in the world, mm-hmm. a Michelin uh star. Uh so there you go. Japanese food culture in Italian cuisine. Hmm. Interesting. Uh
5: I guess that's no different than dish.
4: Great yeah, I guess that's no different than, you know, here in the
3: United States going to an Italian restaurant, right? I mean We're we have
5: like Americanized Chinese food. But right, I, I right. mean
3: but I think they, they well I'll just look at the menu, but I'm assuming that there's a Japanese influence. Um if you uh you can have the um they offer only a omakase lunch and dinner. There are no other menu formats available. And for dinner, it's two hundred eight, three hundred eight, or four hundred eight. For lunch, it's one hundred and twenty eight <laughs> or two hundred eight. <laughs> if you uh, group booking four and above guests Good. with a quirement choice of either the three hundred and eight or four hundred
5: and eight dollar menu. So I'm Try guessing Steve Cohen and company they had to they had to have water uh, with their yeah. meal. <laughs> yeah. I'll just have a salad.
3: <laughs> No entree. Listen, (laughs) I know uh, when a former area player from around here signed a two hundred million dollar plus deal. I know the restaurant they went to and the tab was thirty eight thousand dollars. But think of this: the commission. I mean the uh, uh, the commission. The uh, tip. Tip. Twenty percent of that is. what did I say? Thirty-eight. That That's 7800 right? Yeah. $7,800 tip at 20%. See, so I did that right off the top of my head. You impressed?
4: That was, uh, that was very good. Seatown
3: would be proud of me.
4: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we
3: would be proud of his Browns.
4: Shout out, Seatown. Yeah, Browns are
3: playing well, man. It's, Joe Flacco has got them believing in Seatown, in bro. Yeah, there's no a la carte menu available. You just go and have lunch or dinner and you leave it to the chef. But damn. How about that? How about that? Is that where they went? I'm guessing. Yeah, that's probably where they went. Uh, tell, I'm, 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 y'all go ahead. I'm, I'm the omosake <laughs> is a Japanese phrase used when order. Of, it's uh, I'll leave it up to you. How about that? Hmm. It's I'll leave it up to you. That's what that means in Japan.
4: So what? you 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 eat whatever the chef serves exactly. you.
3: Exactly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a place in uh, New Orleans I know. Dame. It's called Two Jacks. Mm-hmm. right right off uh in the quarter right across from the uh the far the market there uh and uh in the quarter and it was it's two jacks and you just would go in there and it was prefix right price fixed prefix what does it called uh it would it's hey, you just pay and whatever they bring you that's what you get hmm. And just so a few of those all right six one five eight four four fifty six hundred doug doug Dougie for 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 a fresh Hey, good morning, man. It's,
4: good morning, uh, Doug.
15: It's good to, it's, it's good to see uh, a, a win on the road.
4: Yeah, first one of the year. We haven't even uh, mentioned that. First road win of the season and firm, for the a first home loss
3: for the Dolphins.
15: Yep. Hey, A lot of things are happening. But, you know, I was just going back to uh, how Mike Keith signed off the game. This one was for you, Frankie. Yeah, I heard and that. I, it was that really was well done. And that was, yeah. that was yeah. awesome. and And I was remembering that. You know, I was at the Music City Miracle, and uh, I was lucky enough to be sitting with the Buffalo Bills girlfriends and wives and uh, just saw the miracle, and it was awesome. But I thought the way Mike Keith signed off was just a pro, and to say that that was the Miami Miracle in honor of one of the guys of the Music City Miracle was just a class way to sign off on the air. That was awesome.
4: Yeah, it really was. And, you know, you expect nothing less from Mike Keith, one of the classiest, you know, best Announcers of any sport in sports history. To say, when to say it? Yep, that's, that's he is a uh, he is a he is a master at it. And Steve uh, Steve Lehman did a great sit down interview with him uh, for our Titan special last night. And so it just you know he's that guy, man. You know he was he yes, was he put is. on this earth to be the Tennessee Titans lead play by play radio announcer. I am thoroughly convinced of that because he's uh, not just makes- the voice of the Titans; he's what the Tennessee Titans sound like. If that makes any sense. Yeah, you know, and you only say that about a few people. I said that about like Myron Cope, you know, the legendary Steelers broadcaster, and you know, there's a lot there's there's a few others, but yeah, he is not just the voice, he's the he's what the Tennessee Titans sound like.
3: Well it's the, he's, only he's the only one the only one he's ever had, right? Yeah. He's been from day one, yeah.
15: he's an Iron Man. He hasn't missed one, so that says a well, lot. Well that's not tell.
3: true. He wasn't the very first one. Uh, what was the guy, the play by play at Purdue? Did it a year or two? You, Mike Keats wasn't the first. Did you I know didn't, that? I
15: didn't, don't know if I did. I did that. not know that. Uh, he
3: the uh, uh, he was Pat Ryan and him did it. A, I think a year, maybe it was the Memphis year. But now Mike wasn't the I very first uh, since when the, in ninety seven.
15: It had to be the Memphis run, I guess.
4: Yeah. No, it was. Uh, well, yeah, it was a great moment, and uh, you know. And I'm sure Vrabel talked to the talked to the team before the game and said, "Listen, we lost a family member. We lost one of the toughest, most resilient guys in this franchise's history. Let's go out and honor him and play our ass off." And that's exactly what they did last night. So, like I said, and that that,
15: that was exactly what they did. You know, bunch of no name guys mm-hmm. playing football
4: without football. your best player on defense, and you know, but yeah, it was just you know, like I said, the way Levis played last night, Doug was inspiring. The way Hopkins played last night was inspiring for sure. The way the defense stepped out without Big Jeff, you know, Jeff on the sidelines cheering his team on. And, I mean, like I said, they celebrated like they won the Super Bowl last night. I think that was a very, very important win for them. I mean, they're off the board in terms of making the playoffs. I I, I looked so that up to, to see what their the odds were. With. That's but,
15: what we all want to see is fans, something to turn the corner with. Maybe they can look like the core bunch of Frankie, Steve, you know, blame. Samari, Javon, maybe they can build something off of this. So, fun to watch. Well,
4: it starts with Aris the quarterback, and I think and I really think you got him in number eight. I really do. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Doug's signing off on his own. You didn't have to Yeah, it really booms. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Doug, Dougie Fresh, out, mic drop. <laughs>
3: there you go. Yeah, Mike Keith, the first year, 97, he was a studio host. 98, he, okay, 97 was Memphis. 98, he went to the booth as the color commentator, and then 99, he became the play by play. The The guy, I can't think of the guy, Mike McClure hired him. He's a Purdue, he was the play by play at Purdue at the time. Oh, okay. And I he, didn't know he did it the first couple of years. They
4: were here. Yeah, I was always in the impression that
3: Mike was always the
4: guy. No. But, uh
3: Well, you can say he was the the titans guy yeah yeah, yeah, because there was the tennessee oilers in there for two years right but when they moved here in the uh, the the memphis year the vanderbilt year 97 to 98 he was not play-by-play gotcha yep and i'm racking my brain and and pete wherever if you're listening somebody text me and everything i can't think of his name nice guy uh but i mean can't think of his name yeah but he wasn't the very first but he started that first. His first was ninety nine, and of course, that was the first in the new stadium. Yeah,
4: I <laughs> went to Super Bowl that year. <laughs> which just amazing. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, and Mike was talking about how you know his dream was to maybe replace John Ward someday, you know, at Tennessee, and just kind of you know on a chance. Hey, maybe my home, you know, my hometown team's got a pro team. Maybe I'll give that a shot, and the rest is history. And uh, he's been doing it for a, lo- a long time, and. He's going to be doing it for a long time after this too. So that had to be one of the more memorable games that he's called.
3: Last uh night. yeah. Uh Joe McConnell. Uh he was the first 2 years when they were in Nashville. Okay. 97 and 98, Joe McConnell. Uh he's also um he's uh was the voice of the Denver Broncos. The voice of the Vikings, the voice of the Bears, the voice of the Colts, the voice of the Oilers, uh, the Phoenix Suns, the Pacers, and the voice of the Minnesota Twins, the Chicago White Sox. My oh, gosh, died in 2018, age 79. Yeah, no, hmm. oh, rest in peace. But I. I, I I don't think many people realize that. No, I didn't know that until yep. yep.
4: just now. So I had no idea. I had no clue. Yep. So.
3: That first year, Joe McConnell, uh, Mike McClure hired him and because they were both Purdue guys. Mike McClure was the business you know, side, the president of the of the organization. And him, He actually got fired uh, for a couple things. One, he was coming on a radio show with me every afternoon, and no one knew. Bud found out. John McClain told Bud. And but that but but he got fired because of the Memphis debacle. And he was the scapegoat for Memphis and that mess down there. That one year, it was a mess. Um uh, the Memphis commercial appeal, I remember the headline, uh their their team opens in Memphis today. I mean, there was a huge rivalry between Memphis and, and Nashville. Something like their team or not our team opens today. Because they had been you played uh, several times over. Pepper Rogers with the expansion. Jacksonville, when they got it, they played Memphis. And of course, they didn't put anything in the Liberty Bowl. It's still a dump today. You know, it's yeah. been the same for 30 years. Just a dump. Right. And you wanted NFL? Ha ha. All right, we'll take a break. Call 615 844 5600. Oh, oh, open that one. It's
7: from me.
9: Holiday Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever! Wait, these tickets are already scratched.
7: Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited! But look, we won!
1: Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year give the most winning gift of all, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Let's play responsibly.
6: Princess Hot Chicken, the Tangle Mall, has everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I
15: went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Prince's Chicken on Dickerson Roll, every single game, and it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville, and it just takes me all the way back.
6: Princess chickens from tenders to whole wings against baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Princess Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Princess is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Full Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolensville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken AFH at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's Princess Hot And then click on join our team, princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio.
10: Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up and if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it.
12: This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services.
1: It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This is
7: just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byer
3: to the Eagles. The Eagles are going to send the Titans
6: a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a
13: lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here
1: on this Monday. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg
8: Pogue and John Burton Show. Or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby.
3: The bass Boom, boom. Yeah. Boom, boom.
4: Go ahead, John. You ready? How long has this been going on? You started a little slow, but you picked it up. Yeah, a little scratchy there. Yeah, I know. I know. I wasn't prepared. You know, you put me on the spot. I didn't do my vocal warm up exercises that I normally do before I Sing. sing. I've been writing some rap lyrics down lately. I, uh,. I got inspired. Okay. I got no. I got inspired and uh, Let's so. Hear it. No, I'm I'm still working on it. So I'm just. I just want to do 16. You know, just a uh, normal 16 bars. Mm-hmm. And I got about. That's a regular uh, Sunday night for you, yeah. Isn't it? 16 bars. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, so I'm about. I'm about halfway through. <laughs> So I think, uh, maybe for new years, I'm going to, I'm going to, is it,
3: it going to be, have some kind of impact or is it, no, so, you know what, speaking just, of social just, or are you, no, it's just, you it's, rap into a lady, what no, are you doing?
4: no, it's just, it's just basically it's, it's, I guess it's kind of like a battle rap, just kind of, you know, establish like who I am and you know, like what I'm sizzle, about,
3: like a sizzle reel,
4: I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been in the game for a while. We're celebrating 50 years of hip hop this year and, uh. I don't know man i was just bumping around on sunday and all of a sudden these lyrics just started coming to me so i got on my phone and i wrote them down and i and i and i saved them so i'm about halfway through i got about eight bars in and uh, i want to do another eight bars and, so 50
3: uh, years so that would be 1973 because you know really i was in new york early night early 80s rather yeah and there was jeff is it the jefferson square Mm-hmm. yeah and that's where they would all come mm-hmm. i actually saw there before anybody knew them who's the big one uh the uh, uh the fat oh um the fat boy the fat boys yeah they they, yeah they they were they were just they there. were originally
4: called the disco three but mm-hmm. they were all three overweight yeah. guys and so a record except said no you're the fat boys
3: <laughs> i actually saw them in you know before the anybody legendary knew hip-hop group yeah
4: prince marky d cool mm-hmm. rock ski and the human beatbox uh, unfortunately, I believe at least two of them have passed away. I know Marky e. D passed away. Prince Marky e. D and the human B box. I believe cool Rock St- cool Rock Ski is uh, still with us, but yeah, you're talking about the early days of hip hop, man. Those guys were absolute legends. The fat boys for sure. But hip hop was, you know, believed to be born in the Bronx and there was a DJ, a street DJ. They used to have these, you know, block parties, right? You know? Where you get your speakers out in the street and you just spin records, and there was a DJ by the name of Cool DJ Herc, which is short for Hercules, because he was this big, jacked up, muscular guy from the from the Bronx, South Bronx, and uh, he's widely um, credited with inventing modern day hip hop. You know, because it kind of it kind of originated you know, with James Brown, James Brown was kind of the original hip hop guy because a lot of his music, the way, the, the way his uh, songs were, you know, designed. But the uh, cool DJ Herc was, was uh, the guy that was, you know, widely credited with, you know, kind of molding and shaping hip hop and making it, you know, and of course, 1979 with the Sugar Hill Gang and um, and Rapper's Delight, which, you know, the summer of 79 was a top forty hit, and nobody really knew what the heck it was. But it was really cool, and then it just kept growing and growing from there. But so you saw the Fat Boys early on, huh?
3: Yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> I think it was. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've three overweight seen, guys. I remember seeing it? But they were just all. They were. It's, it wasn't Jefferson Square. That's that's a, that's uh, New, Orleans, about? New Orleans. New uh, Orleans. It's in uh, South Manhattan near NYU, and it was a park. There, people just gather at uh-huh. all day and
4: all night. Yeah. Yeah. 50 years, man. 50 years. I remember <laughs> my dad my Dad was a great guy, but we had a big argument one day about rap music and hip-hop, and he was like, this is garbage music, and it's it's a passing fad. I'm like, no, it's not, Dad. No, it's not. It's the voice of us. <laughs> we we're going round and round over music. Yeah, you know, my dad was old school. He grew up in Motown and, you know, you know all that kind of stuff, and he just... Boy, he, man, he hated rap. He hated hip-hop. He, was, he just said, it's a bunch of garbage. Well, it's
3: just like rock and roll when it right, came exactly. around. Hide he, the, he had was, the women and children, right? Right, yeah.
4: right. Oh, my gosh. Elvis Presley's shaking his stuff on the Ed Sullivan show or whatever it was. But, yeah, he was just like, this is a passing fast. Well, fad. they only
3: showed him from the waist up.
4: Well, the one time they didn't. Yeah, was, I don't know if that was on Ed's show, but yeah. it was on a show. Remember that? And he was doing his Elvis the pelvis thing, (laughs) but uh, but uh, yeah, my dad was like, "It's a passing fad. It's thing. This this will never last. It'll be done in you know three four years." And well, my dad's gone. Rest and God rest his soul. And hip hop's not going anywhere.
3: Elvis was on the Ed Sullivan Show three times. Uh, We got a really big shoe. Um, The first one was the September ninth, nineteen fifty six. Mm-hmm. That was the gyrating pelvis rocketed. You yeah, know, that's mm-hmm. the one. Um, Highly
4: controversial at yeah. the time. At
3: that time, 60 million, because everybody watched that. There's nothing yeah. else, right? Right, exactly. I mean, you watch ABC, NBC, or CBS. That's right, it. Right, right. And uh, uh, the, Sullivan had been hesitant to book Elvis, not willing to court the outrage the magnetic young singer had been in his two jets, Oh, it was the Milton Burl show. Okay. Right. Where he uh El- you know, Elvis would his cup of the tea and it wasn't fit for family entertainment. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cutscene nineteen ninety nine, we got sixteen year old girls in bikinis on MTV shaking their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got Christina Aguilera, you know, telling everybody I'm a genie in a bottle, you gotta rub me the right way. <laughs> And Britney Spears saying "Hit me, baby, one more time." <laughs> yeah, and now you got you know Cardi B and, <laughs>
3: and Nicki Minaj. Steve Allen had a night show. I think he was the first one, right, of the nights, and uh, or or Johnny uh, or Joey Bishop, right, in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That, but. Steve Allen, I was reading the story that he um uh because of the gyrations, he brought Elvis in and, and decked him out in a like a tuxedo yeah. and had him sing hound dog to a to, a, h- to an a, actual to, dog. To an yeah. actual dog. Yeah. And then S- Sullivan sent Steve Allen a telegram saying stinker love <laughs> and kisses Ed Sullivan.
4: <laughs> you know what? Not too long ago. I think it was NBC. They they re-aired the uh, Elvis Presley 68 comeback special. So I actually got, you know, I wasn't born yet. So I I actually got to watch it for the first
3: time. It's pretty good. All right. We'll take a break. Be back and wrap this thing up in just a few. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100.
7: download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or any gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift
9: This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children. But don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. The, the TSU
3: Tigers men's basketball team of fifth year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue, inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert on all the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
8: The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on.
3: You
4: all right? Yeah, yeah, man. I'm good. You done? Yeah, I'm just I'm just so giddy after that win last night. <laughs> both, <laughs> both wins. <laughs> Giants and Titans.
3: Man, they could they could meet in the uh, Walking Horse Bowl hey, down in Lewisburg. Hey,
4: <laughs> Giants one game out of a playoff spot, baby, and all the teams that are, ahead, are that are ahead of them, they play.
3: Well, they got uh, they get bowl eligible, right? Well, one more win, they got mm-hmm. five wins. And now you got to be 500, right, to get bowl. I'm going to have to yeah.
5: put away my mock drafts for a week. Yeah, I've man. Stored. I tried to look.
4: I tried to look up though to see uh, what the Titans playoff odds were. They're they're off the board.
5: They were yesterday. I'll, I'll check right now, but
4: because uh, I just tried to check and I think you and I are on the same uh, service.
3: Well, there were several five and eights in the AFC that were listed in the hunt. Yeah. they weren't one of. Yeah. So I don't know if they've been mathematically I mean, eliminated or what. Yeah.
4: There's. I mean, there's probably like a less than one percent chance. I would guess that they. You see it. I. They were off the board. Yeah.
5: I don't They're, see them.
4: Yeah. Because I may or may not have put a little scrilla on them to make the playoffs. And I went to check to see what my cash out would be. And the cash out is no longer available. So. I don't know what that means. I mean, you know. It
3: means you lost your money. Do
4: we Do we have like a, is there like a playoff calculator we can tap into to see what their percentage chance is? I'm just curious to know, you know.
3: I would say they probably are. Li- I'm, I don't know. I guess they're not mathematically eliminated. Patton, is there is there like a playoff calculator you could you could find real yeah, quick? L- to let see me look. You- All right, is that RD? Let's get RD before we get it. Already got a couple minutes here, RD. What's what up? up, buddy? Greg,
6: where's yeah.
14: your
3: granddaughter? Do I forget? Uh, Friday. Yeah, well, man. actually December twenty first. But uh, if she's not here by Friday, she'll be here Friday. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, how about that? Mm-hmm. My great first great grandson is due to
14: arrive Friday. By- all right, well, congratulations,
4: cool. RD. Yeah. yeah, how about
14: that? Isn't that amazing. Wow. All right, well, get ready for
4: all. Uh, your- sorry, RD. Your phone was breaking up, man. We're really we're we're sorry. We had to we had to let you go there, but uh, you know, RD is yeah, call work- tomorrow. Yeah, RD is always free to call back anytime. But congratulations on the uh, anticipated arrival of. Uh, a great-grandchild. How about that? is a great-grandfather. What a what a family legacy he's had. R.D.'s a good man. Really good man. By the one way, of, Doug, we
3: were talking about Joe McConnell, you know, the play-by-play guy. Yeah. Uh, according to Doug, uh, Joe McConnell also made the call on the play by Walter Payton when he broke Jim Brown's record. Oh, okay. How about that? Yeah. 1984 against the Saints. Well, yeah. Yep.
4: He said it was the equivalent of Hank Aaron beating uh, or breaking Babe Ruth's home run record.
3: So what do you got going on today? Nothing, 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 bro. Work, no work thing. yesterday,
4: work last night. I'm in here this morning. You know, just gonna go where the day takes me. I know, I'll get a, I'll get a workout in at some point, but other than that, I got i I actually might start doing some holiday shopping, I guess. You know. Patton, what are, you
5: gonna, what are you getting out Getting out and about? Yeah, out and about today. Uh, got some at DCA on Thursday. Other than that, not a whole lot this week.
4: Did you end up finding anything? I couldn't find them. Okay. I know there's some AI yeah. Yeah, I'm Just, I'm just curious. But well, like look said, it
3: up yourself.
4: Don't tell he's, me what to do. with well, that, and <laughs> he's the producer, so it's his job to produce content. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> Text me. (laughs) All
3: right, I will. (laughs) Uh, The McFarlane's this afternoon from 2 to 4. They welcome your phone calls and they
4: mean it. You want me to say it again?
3: They welcome your phone calls and they mean it. We'll be back in here tomorrow morning, uh, 22 hours from now. Thank you for listening. Jim Rome next.